Branding BFF is a member of the Queen City Podcast Network, powered by Ortho Carolina. Find out more at queencitypodcastnetwork.com. Welcome to Branding BFF, a podcast for service businesses, creative professionals, and coaches. I'm your host, Lisa Spear. I'll be having authentic conversations with entrepreneurs and brand creators, so you can gain behind-the-scenes insights and inspiration to apply to your branded business. Please note, these are uncensored conversations with guests, so there's a chance they'll be adult language. Today's topic is using your lifestyle to shape your brand, and I've invited Allison Conway of C-Level Agency to join me. She creates exquisite websites for small businesses with big ideas. There's a couple reasons why I picked Allison for this conversation today. Her own lifestyle has had a significant impact on how she's built her brand and her business. Secondly, Allison's a great example of a small business who intentionally limits the amount of clients she works with to support her lifestyle. And lastly, I love hearing her passion for this topic and I want to share it with you. Welcome, Allison. Thanks for having me, Lisa. So let's start with how has lifestyle shaped your business? Yeah, so I started a business in all the wrong ways. All the advice (laughs) that I give to people now, like save X amount of dollars before you quit your job and, you know, do all the networking and, and all that and have customers before you really go full time. All of the advice that I give I didn't listen to myself because I didn't know at the time. And I started right out of college. I didn't have any money. I didn't have any resources of any kind. But I did it because I wanted to build this lifestyle of location independence. And this is the kind of life that I've always wanted to live. So when I started a business, I was doing it for the purposes of being able to just work from my laptop and and travel around the world the branding aspect of it didn't really come until later until I iterated and okay great so we'll come back to the branding part then okay so your love of travel is really what drove you to create the type of business you have because you wanted to be able to work from your laptop anywhere yeah anywhere there was a wi-fi connection I wanted to be there (laughs) (laughs) that's great well what are some of the places you've traveled that have been standout for you Oh gosh, that's a really that's a really tough question to answer. I've been to about forty countries, um, and I don't know if I could really pick a favorite. I loved Italy for the food. Um, right. In college, I spent a semester there, and it was sort of the beginning of my love of long term travel. Um, Austria was actually where I came up with the idea for the sea level brand um, and the landscapes of it were, were just phenomenal. And I also, Vietnam was another standout for the, the sort of the hustle and the bustle, but set in the jungle. So what's the longest trip you've had? The longest I've been gone was about four months. Okay. And on that particular trip, were you working the whole time? I wasn't working the whole time, but I that was sort of the beginning of this my business now. So I was starting to slowly pick up some clients and, and pick up some business while I was on the road. Okay. Well, how has this travel helped you physically and mentally with your business? Yeah, so, so both physically and mentally, th- there's this thing that that happens when I travel and this this sort of thing that happens in my brain when I'm 
in this new location and maybe I'm by myself or not, but there's this sense of clarity and there's sense of courage that, that really comes out of being in a place by yourself and, and having done it all yourself. I'm a terrible navigator <laughs> and I can't get from my office to my apartment without Google Maps. So there's something about being in a foreign country where I don't speak the language and then jumping on a train and finding my way back to my hotel and being able to feed myself and meet people and all of these things that contribute to this this confidence in myself that I discover as I travel. Yeah, I think there's something about that perspective that you get. It's it's the being out of your element can you get to tap into new parts of yourself. And at the same time, I, I love what you said about the clarity because I remember um, I had I came back from a trip in South Africa. And I came back, this was years ago in New York City, and they were like, you can take a 30% pay cut or you can take a layoff. And yeah. I had such clarity that, you know, I already was overworked, underpaid. I was like, there is no way I'm going to take a 30% pay cut. By having had just come back from that trip, yep. I was just so much calmer. I was really present with myself. I was really present with my abilities and very clear. So a lot of the same stuff you were talking about. Totally. And, and that really does happen. There's this sort of light bulb moment of, oh, my God, if I can do this, all the things that go into traveling and traveling solo, the the navigating, this finding a place to stay, the meeting people, the, the finding food, all of these things. If you can do all of that, then you can do anything. And then you come back from that and, and you carry that with you into your life and, and for me into my business. It's if I can do all of that, then then I can have a successful business and I can be the person that that does work from the road and that is is uh independent of my location yeah that's so cool well i asked all these questions because i love hearing a little bit of that backstory as we're about to now jump in and talk about your brand because i do know it has really informed so many different choices you've made with your brand because as we know our brands are bigger than our logos (laughs) that is one part (laughs) of it yep but um let's talk about some of the specifics in your brand i want to hear how some of the very specific things around how your love of travel and the lifestyle that you've created um, come and help shape your brand. So let's start with the business name. So tell me about Sea Level Agency. Tell me where that name came from and what that means to you. Yeah, so I came up with the name Sea Level Agency while I was in Austria. And I was there for about three weeks by myself. And I was taking um, trains from Vienna to Zurich, uh, which stretches the entire, uh, uh, um, all the way across Austria. So I was in these trains and I was riding through the Austrian Alps and high above sea level the whole time. And I had this sense of clarity that sort of said to me, do this and more adventures just like it for the rest of your life. And that sort of, I I felt connected to this word sea level because I just felt so high up and so elevated and so in love with everything that I was doing. And then it's even moved from there onto realizing I I spend most of my time high above or far below sea level. I'm also a scuba diver and I do lots of hiking. So uh, it sort of really became this organic and natural um, name for my agency. 
Yeah, I think it's so cool because it's, it has personal meaning to you. It's obviously a unique name and, uh, you know, C-level as in S-E-A, not C, the, C the <laughs> yeah. letter. Yeah. <laughs> well, when you're referencing above and below C-level, of course, that helps us uh, verbally. But I think that there's even how you created the logo where the the type is actually broken. Mm-hmm. Um, it, like, it just helps reinforce this idea of above and below. Right. And so these are all the things that, you know, as a consumer they're not going to be the first thing someone noticed and immediately understand your story. But what's cool is that it has personal meaning for you. And then when you're in your copy uh, in in your photography and when you dive into the website, a lot of these things start to be explained and it helps make your brand stand out. Right. There's just, there's a lot in the details like that, that people may not pick up right away, but, but helps as you um, move forward with the, the conversation of your brand. So let's uh, talk a little bit about the colors. So what colors did you pick and why? Yeah, so I um, use a yellow and sort of this rusty orange and uh, a blue. And it's it's really uh, shades of primary colors. But I used it, I, I picked a specific um, photo from my travels, which was this sunrise. Uh, I was I slept on the top of a mountain in the jungle of, of northern Laos. Um, and the colors of that photo that I snapped at sunrise were this this burnt orange, sort of misty mountain, this gorgeous sort of the blue was starting to pop. And this, this gradient of this yellow orange was so exquisite and, and so beautiful that um, as I was going through my photos creating this brand, I was like, that's it. That's that's the colors. And so my header now is this gradient yellow and, and orange and... Um, I love it. It's so great. Yeah, because everywhere you go, there's going to be a sunrise and a sunset. Exactly. There's always going to be sky. <laughs> Sometimes there's going to be water. Yeah. <laughs> so yep. I like it's like these very elemental things. Again, very much, yeah. subtle for maybe some people, but at the same time, um, it's what helped shape your brand colors. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And then you also mentioned how you use photography uh, for your own travels on mm-hmm. your website. So how do you use photography or frame up the content on your site so people understand what you do and that you're not a travel agency right yeah (laughs) (laughs) um so I first of all just in sort of a a basic I put um I have mock-ups of um laptops and desktops and different sort of device screens that that you would see as a web designer um and I just sort of put my travel photos into those mock-ups. So it's sort of a uh, travel website combo thing that I that I use. Um, and then each page on my site sort of focuses on a single place and a single photo. And then I describe at the end of, as, as a viewer scrolls to the bottom of the page, I describe where that picture is and, and what I was doing when I took it. That's great. You also talk about how you have a unique perspective um, and you've coined this term the sea level advantage. Yes. <laughs> so that's another way you've branded um, yeah. your services. So tell us a little bit about the sea level advantage. Yeah, the sea level advantage is, is, is really what we've been talking about, this sense of clarity that comes from travel and, and sort of relying on yourself in that way. Um, and so it's important for my brand and for my business because I tell all my clients that, I'm not just building you an exquisite website. 
I am, but I'm also sharing with you the sea level advantage. I'm sharing with you this broadened global view that I've gained from travel and this immense sense of clarity in myself, in my business that I can bring into you and your business. Um, and it's really helpful in communicating that I'm not just a web designer, that I'm offering you this sense of, of courage and clarity in, in, in your life and your business. Well, and I would imagine some of your clients probably also want to be location independent. Yes. And so yeah. a website is one of those very tools that would allow them to be able to run a business from anywhere, depending on what type of product or service that they have. Yeah, absolutely. I, um, I get asked a lot, you know, how do you do this? How do you travel so much? When can I quit my job? And, and all of those types of travel, because people do want this uh, lifestyle of location independence. And I tell people it's very much simplified down, but it's true because all you need is a skill and a website. You need a skill to, you know, to be able to provide a service for for consumers or for businesses. And you need a website because if you are traveling via train across Austria, you need <laughs> a way for people to find you. Um, and so, you know, I can't I can certainly point you in the right direction of developing that skill, but that's on you, right? That's something that you're going to need to develop on your own. But I come in for the website part, and I make it exquisite. So given that you have been able to find a way to you know, really work anywhere with your business, uh, and your website is a tool that helps you be able to connect with people and no matter where you're at, um, what are some of the other types of websites that you help people with or that you've seen to be a good model for people to follow in terms of being able to work from anywhere? Yeah, totally. So um, it's mostly, I've seen people get really creative about what they're offering and what their business is. Um, It's most common service based and it's also most common, interestingly enough, uh, business to business. Okay. So um, it's web designers, developers, copywriters, um, all sorts of different things that an online business might need. It's funny that the online businesses that do the best are servicing other online businesses. Um, I've also seen most recently pop up traveling photographers. So if I were in Austria traveling via train and I wanted to get some brand photos for my website on that train ride, I could hire a photographer who's either Austrian or is another traveler like me who travels with their camera equipment and, and takes brand photos for um, for other online businesses. Well, that's really cool. Yeah. You know, it's so funny, like my in my head, I thought maybe there'd be more product-based items that you were seeing and noticing, like e-commerce. Um, but I guess that would kind of pre- presuppose that they have like a drop ship or something because obviously if you're traveling you're not gonna be able to package up your items and ship them off to somebody right there are definitely e-commerce sites and businesses that i see and and meet the owners of traveling but they're usually um they've usually grown and scaled a few years so that they either have somebody who can do the shipping for them or it's some automated system that they've put together over a few years of of their business. Yeah, that makes sense. A lot of times people in the early stages haven't gotten to the point where their volume is such that they really need that. Yeah, or or they're in a place where they can afford to hire somebody or afford an expensive software to automate it for them. So the the service-based company is the barrier to entry of those are is much lower than a product based. Yeah, that makes sense. So you've mentioned how you 
actually have a limited quantity of people that you work with, and yeah. both at any given time and throughout the year. So t- t- talk us through like what you were thinking with that and why you've made that choice. Yeah, it's really important that I'm selective with the amount of people I work with because it's important to me that I am singularly focused on you and your business. I am providing you a website, but that's not all I'm doing. I'm, I'm sort of coaching you through this new experience in your life, whether you're a new business or you're just creating a new website. um, I really help people find that clarity and find sort of the right path and the right direction that they go down. So I wouldn't be able to do that properly if I, you know, took on 15 clients at a time. Yeah, it's a lot to manage. Yeah, it's too much. (laughs) It's also a lot to keep track of. Yeah. And then um, what do you want out of your business and your life? Oh my gosh, what a tough question. What do I want out of my business? Um, I want to keep helping everybody. I want to sort of show how this location independent lifestyle is entirely possible. I mean, like I said at the beginning of, of our chat, you know, I did it in all the wrong ways, but, (laughs) (laughs) but it is possible. It's entirely possible. You don't have to be stuck to a single location. You don't have to be stuck to a single apartment or office or job. This lifestyle is, is really hard to build, but it's also very possible and it's awesome. And I, and I just want to be able to show people that all the naysayers, they're, they're just the ones who are scared to try. Um, and if you're willing to put in the work, then, then this is worth it and it's awesome. I just saw someone post on um, a private Facebook group yesterday, and they were saying, don't accept constructive criticism from somebody who's not actually built anything. Yeah. Because there's so many people that just come from the standpoint of playing it safe, and uh, they're actually not looking at it from the vantage point that you are. Yeah, I've gotten, especially um, when I was fresh out of college trying to do this, I I would get a lot of... um, people saying that I'm radical or doing something totally crazy, but I think it's radical to stay in some job that you only kind of like for 30 years to end up with a gold watch. That to me is radical. I think that's really cool that you've actually been thinking about your lifestyle at every stage of your business. So from choosing the business that you have and starting it the way you did to actually creating your brand name, your brand colors, your logo, Uh, incorporating photography that actually supports it. I also think it's a really different approach, which will help you stand out. There's a lot of people that, um, you know, their sites often can end up looking similar because they don't have a distinct vantage point. I think the other thing that you were talking about with being singularly focused with your clients is that actually ties to even the type of website you build, uh, I happen to know you operate on Squarespace. Yes. So tell me a little bit about that choice too, because I think that also ties to being focused, being clear, and um, being specific about what you provide. Yeah, I in the beginning I was very, um, you know, I want to focus on Squarespace, but I'll tell clients that I'll also do WordPress for them if they want it. And I was very wishy-washy about uh, choosing a single platform to focus on, but. What it really does is help my clients with independence. I mean, they don't have to keep coming back to me every time they want to update a blog post or change a photo. Or if they get new brand photos, they don't have to 
pay me to change the site for them. And that really just goes to the whole lifestyle as a whole because they are independent of, of you know, they're not tied to a single developer for the rest of their business and career. Um, so that's what Squarespace for me is just part of the lifestyle. It's part of, you know, that having that uh, availability to to just not have to be tied to a single person or, or location. And I think that's another case where sometimes people just don't understand that there's so many parts that can go into what represents a brand. Like it's yeah. all these connections points, all these choices that we make, um, they all can work towards alignment. So when someone comes to work with you, to your site, talk to you, you're helping them, it's clear it's cohesive and it's compelling. Those are my three favorite words yeah. with the brand because, you know, one without the others just isn't as dynamic or as interesting. Yeah, absolutely. But when you have the ever all the pieces work together, it feels like, oh, this is all coming from the same person. I know the kind of experience that I'm going to get. I know the kind of work that they do. I know that there's enough choice, but there's not too much choice. Right. <laughs> yes, exactly. <laughs> so you mentioned to me a while back about you feel like the website is actually a creative and physical framework for mm-hmm. the rest of your business. Can you tell me a little bit what you mean by that? Yeah, absolutely. So people often think that um, they need to have all their ducks in a row before they create a website. And I actually think you can start the the other way around because a website sort of, once you have it built it almost creates this four walls for your creativity to exist inside of. So you're giving yourself this framework to understand how your business needs to be communicated because a website is very structured, right? You talk about your services, you have a little about page, you have a contact page, you talk about what you do, you have all this brand messaging, and it gives you this very um, structured way of looking at your own business. Um, so people always say, oh, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll call you in a few months when I have all of my ducks in a row. I'm like, no, we should do this now because it's going to create, it's going to put all your ducks in a row once your site is ready. Well, it forces you to make decisions. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Because I know that, you know, you actually need real content to be able to build it. (laughs) Right. Yes. You do need the real content, but you don't have to have um, all of the information just yet. You don't have to have every question answered just yet. Yeah. So how much flexibility do you provide them when you're working with people? Like what do they really need to get started? Yeah, they need, um, (laughs) it's funny. I I could say they need a logo. They need some photos. They need some content, um, which is true. But all of that really starts to come together as a site comes together because it starts to become clear. Okay. I need two headshots, one horizontal, one vertical, because they're going to go in these places. Your logo is, you know, not the most important part of your brand. So if we have something that's up there for now, then that's great. And if you have a little bit more resources in the next year or so and want to pay a designer for a logo, then then you can do that. Um, so you do need to have some stuff because you can't just have a blank website go up. But all of those things really start to come together as we work together and figure out exactly what you need. Yeah, I think that goes back to one of the things that I talk to people about in branding If they're really clear about their business, they're really clear about their services, right? Like they don't have to know all the ins and outs of their clients, but they need to at least understand 
what is it that I'm providing? What am I selling? Is it yeah. a service? Yep. Is it a product? Is it, you know, like, is it a package? Is it hourly? Like having a sense of how they want to run their business. Mm-hmm. But yes, sometimes people do not have the funds in the beginning because what they're trying to do is test the viability of what they're offering. Right, right. And that's the point where, yeah, it might be that you just operate with a type-based, like your name or your your name yeah. plus, you know, creative or agency or whatever the, the thing that you're offering. And the same with the website. I'm sure sometimes people come to you already having built a site themselves and realizing that it actually isn't as exquisite as it could be. <laughs> I think we probably both encounter people like in that boat where, look, you got to do the best you can in the beginning to just learn, like, is what you're doing going to make money? And if so, then you're willing to invest in the brand and the website and all the pieces. Yeah, absolutely. The most important thing that they would really need from the beginning is just to understand their why and to really have a grasp on, you know, starting a business is not easy. Right. You and I can agree on that. It's yeah. There have been so many hurdles and obstacles to overcome. So you really have to understand why you're showing up in the first place. And then from there, everything can, can fall into place, right? Maybe I'm making a site for a copywriter. And so it's clear that her services are writing copy for other small businesses or her, whatever her target market is. But she really has to understand why she's there and why she's investing in herself and her business and in a web designer Yeah, from the beginning. Now, those are great. So what would you recommend for other people who want to use their lifestyle to help shape their brand and business, whether it's being uh, location independent or not? Yeah, for me, it was sort of this chicken or the egg situation because I was building a business because this was the lifestyle that I wanted Mm -hmm. and then the lifestyle became integral to the business so it it's sort of hard for me to it's going to be different for everybody because if you already have this maybe you're already location independent and you don't have a business yet maybe you're employed by somebody that lets you work remotely or or whatever the case may be and then you want to build a business based on that for me that just wasn't it I was sort of faking it from the beginning of I'm the person that travels even though I wasn't quite I was doing some traveling in the beginning but not quite to the extent of of I am of how I am now so if you want to use your your lifestyle for your brand it's you really have to pay attention to what matters to you and what lifestyle you want to build and again the, the purpose of your business why are you here and what what are you offering um that's going to to shape how you discuss your lifestyle within that. Yeah, and I think what's um, another facet of this conversation that I find very interesting is that so many times people say, I'm going to start my business, and then I'll get to create the lifestyle I want once I'm making money, Mm -hmm. once I've, quote, accomplished some success. Mm -hmm. And you've really subverted that. You've really said, like, no, I actually want to create my brand and my business in a way that is driven from my commitment to the lifestyle I want of travel. Yeah, my early travel experiences, I was so stupid broke. (laughs) I mean, it's really... uh, it, and it hasn't – I love traveling uh, cheaply. I love the the experience of um, having to be resourceful and having to figure, way, figure your way in and out of situations. Um, and so I still am very budget-friendly when I travel, but it's funny looking back on just how broke I was and, <laughs> and trying to build a business from there. 
Oh, gosh, it makes me laugh. <laughs> well, to wrap up, um, what are the next location or two that you're very excited about looking ahead to visiting? Yeah, I, um, I've done a bunch of Southeast Asia, but I haven't um, done China or Korea or Japan. Um, so I have a friend, actually, that's living in, in Okinawa, Japan right now, and I'm trying to find a good time um, for me to go visit her. And we're just sort of trying to put our schedules together to figure that out. But once I'm over in Okinawa, then I think I'll do uh, maybe a month or two of some other uh, travel in Asia. That's great. Yeah. And then the last question is, how do you stay connected with your clients while you're in different time zones, while you're, you know, in, in the excitement of travel too, right? Because I'm sure you have to figure out when you're working and when you're yeah. Fun things. Yeah. So I always work on my client's time zone. Okay. So even if that means that I am in Asia, uh, which is 12 or 15 hours ahead, depending on where in Asia I am, um, I always operate on, on their time because they're, they're the client. Um, it's always on them. So, um, and there's also no excuse to not stay connected. There's so many ways to, to stay in touch now. I have a little hotspot um, thingy that I carry with me, and it's just like a, a day pass of a data plan that I use. Um, so if I'm not at a hotel that has Wi-Fi or if I'm somewhere without reliable Wi-Fi, then I'll turn on the, the hotspot. That's amazing. So as we're wrapping up, how can people stay connected to you? Yeah, so you can find my site at clevelagency.com, and that's... SEA, like the level of the sea. Um, and if you're in Charlotte, I'm also, I also teach a couple classes with Skillpop. One is a web design class with Squarespace. So it's, you know, build your own website with Squarespace. And the other one is travel like a pro. So we're talking about how to book your next epic trip. Nice. No, I love that you're bringing it all together, both through your website, your brand, your lifestyle, and also that you teach classes. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Got to make more uh, location-independent bosses out there. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for your time today, Allison. This was such a great conversation and great perspectives. Yeah, thank you, Lisa. Thanks for joining the Branding BFF crew. Subscribe to stay connected to more behind-the-scenes brand conversations with entrepreneurs and brand creators. We also welcome your rating and review on iTunes so more people can find us. This show is brought to you by Spear Creative Edge, a strategic branding business. We help small business owners build a strong brand foundation so they can connect with their ideal clients and use their time, money, and energy more effectively. Learn more at spearcreativeedge.com.